Sean, there's a, a new premium podcast channel I've been looking at, and it's a uh, about a premium ta- premium premium a pay service podcast, oh. and it's about uh, uh, talented relatives who share a love of writing. Okay, and uh, they call it the Portridge family. <laughs> But I'm kind of worried about copyright because it sounds like something I might have seen when I, when I was when I was a kid. Poetry, poetry family. family. Oh I'm like, my wait gosh. a minute, you know, I'm, I, I, that song's in my head. Come on now, there's a there's a poem that we're writing. Come on, get happy. <laughs> I should have written more of that. You know, I'm drawing a blank. You know, this is very strange, Bill, because I just saw a photo on Facebook the other day of. It was on the the studio lot of whichever movie studio was doing the the TV shows, but it was the Jackson Five in mm-hmm. their great bell bottom getups. Oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah, walking down the sidewalk, passing the Partridge Family going the <laughs> other way. How cool is that? I'd be like, whoa, my idols are just yeah, something yeah. to see, right? Yeah, two ships passing in the night. Yeah. Two it, sets of bell bottoms <laughs> passing in the afternoon. And here we are already giving away that we're old because we're talking about the Partridge family. Yeah. But we are going to talk about families today. Families. And if you don't know Talented the Partridge families. family, just, you know, Google it. You'll you'll figure it out. And, oh, man. And maybe you, too, will fall in love with David Cassidy. David Cassidy. Or um, Susan Day. Susan Day. Yes. Yes. Or, or, or Mr. Kincaid. Yes. Danny Bonaduce. <laughs> Danny. Always in or trouble. Or even. Always in trouble. Shirley Jones. Wasn't she lovely? She was. Just lovely. With her little uh, shag haircut. Her sha- um, she and, she and uh, Mrs. Brady. <laughs> Miss Brady. Sort yes. of set the trend, they I would did imagine. did the shag. Did the shag. Yeah. Very well did the shag. And we have to, should we specify? We, we don't mean that kind of shag. <laughs> it's a shag haircut. <laughs> My sister Kelly haircut. rocked a shag haircut back in the day. Oh, did she? It was very much like theirs. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I should bring a picture of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Wacky Point Hey, Life. everyone. Welcome. Thank yes. you for joining us for episode 37. 37. That's yeah. a nice age. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good age. It was a good age. Yeah. Um, this one is called Poetry Parks, and if you tuned in thinking we were going to talk about parks, you know, with park benches and ponds and flowers and all that kind of stuff. You shall be yeah. mistaken. Yeah, you will be. That's not quite it. It's a play in words, but it's not a park play. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. We have a, a local family here around the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry whose last name is Parks. And they are wonderful, creative people, a family of four, and they uh, recently helped us out here at the museum when I was out of town, and they kept it open for us, and they wrote poetry, and they've been around for years um, entering our contest and coming to our events. Have I met them? You probably have. I I really would like to yeah, get reacquainted. Angel and Levi Angel are and the Levi. the parents, and they oh, have two daughters named Aurora I and think Ava. I, they, I believe I have met mm-hmm. them. They were at that uh, at one of our events here. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And they have uh, they like I said they've entered a lot of the contests that we've had and been very supportive of the museum. And we're going to talk about some poems that they left yeah. in the museum today because yeah. that's um, that's what we do here on Wacky Poem Life. If you're just tuning in for the first time, that's great. Thank yeah, you. If right. you're if you're a continual listener, that's great too. That's great too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we word, appreciate you. Keep spreading the word. Yes, 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 yes. Right. yes. Um, but we we take a poem someone has left here in the in the museum, and we we talk about it for. 
30 minutes or more. We've been doing or more a little bit we, lately. We, we've, been, we've been doing quite a little bit of or <laughs> little more. A or more. Yeah. But, but that's fine because sometimes if you've got a drive that takes an hour, then, then we fit into that really nicely. We do. Because we're under that. We're under that. And you yeah. don't have to have any, that, that driveway time. You can sort of wrap it up. And... Yeah. If you're doing the dishes the, mm-hmm. and uh, cleaning up your kitchen and listening to us, that's a perfect, perfect time. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Well, I had a question. Yes. Uh, you know, we're going to be reading the poems from uh, uh, the Eva and Aurora and their father, uh, uh-huh. Levi. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering, do we do we want to read and talk about individually or read them all at once? Uh, I kind of like the idea of reading and discussing each one and letting it ruminate. And uh, Well, then let's do let's that, do Bill. That. Let's do let's that. Let's do that. You know, thank you for allowing I'm me to. I'm not going to object to you. Thank you for allowing me to. I mean, I might to. object to some things you say, <laughs> right. but I'm not objecting right. to that plan. <laughs> we do, do we need a censor button on this thing, a bleeping button? Not yet. Not yet. We might, though, someday. I object. I object. <laughs> Order you know, in the court. What do they say? Poetry yes. court. It's poetry court. Right. 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 Wouldn't that, that be interesting? That would be a podcast. Poetry court. That would be a good podcast, wouldn't it? <gasps> write, write that down. I don't have a pen. Okay. Poetry court. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Let me click off the table so we don't make a big noise. I, it's I like can, Dolly Parton. I can still hear every everything. letter you're writing. <laughs> <laughs> poetry court. We're going back to that. Okay. Yeah, because I'd, I'd love to be a, a, a Judge Judy in a poetry court. Yeah, yeah. Judge, Judge Perkins presiding. Yeah, I wouldn't wear the lace collar. But oh, heavens! Yeah, she's she's I, she's yeah. an interesting one. I'd like to tell. Yeah. I know more about yeah. this on my yeah. worst day <laughs> than you know yeah. on your best day. <laughs> okay. Right. Sorry, I wouldn't have known. That, that sounds more like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Judy. Well, I can't do her voice, <laughs> right. but that's she's that. got that acerbic. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what what poem are you going to start well, with? Well, the, the the theme of this was ten ten. You know, oh, we, yeah. So all three of the, the family members we're going to read poems from, they wrote in response to our prompt this year because uh, the museum is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So there's a prompt in the museum of write about uh, things that are made of tin, T-I-N, mm-hmm. or write about the number the 10. The number 10, mm-hmm. ten t- which I like that, you know, mm-hmm. like Ren 10, 10, even though I can't, I can't say that on air. But this you just uh, did. I, well, I take that back. Um <laughs> This is by, this is by Aurora, the one that I have. Uh, Aurora uh, Parks, uh, yes. uh, right? Teenage uh, poet, yeah, wonderful, extraordinary, wonderful writer. And she wrote about things I love. Yeah. So I shall read. I love animals and the sand lot. I love the sound of a baseball being caught. I like the smell of rain. Watching lightning makes me sane. I enjoy listening to Garth Brooks. And when a catfish grabs my hook, I love the color blue as well as stranger things, too. I love the style of life before the aughts. I like the Marvel movie, but DC not. Everyone has different likes. Mine won't be the same as your friend, Mike's. <laughs> I like how Likely that ends. Mm-hmm. Like she's thinking she's writing this to a very specific person. Right. I know you have this friend Mike, and he will not like the things that I do. Clever, but that's okay. Uh, that was a clever wrap up. It was. That was a clever wrap up. <laughs> and she did say Marvel movies, uh, as in plural. I, I, I left off the S, but Marvel movies. But uh, DC, DC not. DC not. I wonder competing, what the difference is. I'm well, not up. I'm not up to speed studios, on these. Competing yeah. superheroes. There, there's got to be a whole level of camps between the two. I guess so. Right. Somebody out there who knows Someone tell us explain it to us correct what, what the big difference is yeah but very nicely 
done. Yes. Yes. Excellent poem. Written in uh, couplets. That's Couplets and two, two rhyming two, lines. Two rhyming lines. Uh-huh. Okay. And very well done. Yeah. Uh, couplets, too. And very clever couplets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She likes Garth Brooks and when the catfish is on the hook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brooks and hooks. And also yeah. the movie Sandlot with the baseball being caught. That's really that's really neat. Well, and I wrote I, – I had written uh, the little uh, words that rhyme and how they sort of circle you in and hook you in. Sandlot, cot, rain, same, brooks, hook, blue, two, ots, not, likes, mics. <laughs> it just really it flows off the tongue very nicely. Yes. Right. And the it's it's good imagery. Every line is a a, a picture in your head right. as you're reading it. The, the line about I love the style before the odds, style of life before of the life. odds. That's because, wonderful. And you, you and I have a few more years on pre-ought uh, days than yeah. she does. But, you know, yeah. she enjoys the pre and I enjoy the, the uh-huh. pre-ots myself, yeah. you know. She's a, a young young woman with a, with an old soul. Right. And speaking of odds. <laughs> life before the odds. Did you catch the fact that Stranger Things is set in the early to mid-80s? So that that's re- true. So she probably really I'm not sure if she was even alive or born then, but um, that was definitely pre-ought. But um, Stranger Things, I haven't watched the last few seasons, but apparently my niece, my niece does. And it is a hugely successful series these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but there's something mm-hmm. that's catching the imagination. I, I didn't like the most recent season very well. But yeah. I remember watching that first season, the first and it season. was so wonderful and With nostalgic, and, and yeah. it reminded me of the E.T. movie. Right. And, yeah, that's true. And in my own life, you know, getting running out with the kids and getting on the bikes and exploring right. the town. Yes. And the, yeah. Right. And looking for mystery yeah. and, you know, exciting right. things. and Right. Yeah. Even so, even the soundtrack seems to have caught the attention and, oh, yeah. and, and, and put the artist back on the uh, on the uh, uh, what do you call it the the list of uh, uh, hits yeah you know popularity mm-hmm. yeah it it got a little too sci-fi for me this Did it? this season but sometimes I think that they they make these series and then they they do well and then think oh. We're popular. They're wanting another yeah. another series. We gotta get on it. Mm-hmm. We gotta, you know. And sometimes it loses that magic. Yeah, yeah. When, when because it's, it's really it was really violent, and there's a lot of chase scenes. And I know that people love chase scenes. Apparently, to me, they're the most boring things ever. It's just mm-hmm. people running after each other. I don't. I just don't care. The one chase. I don't care I, if you're running. You're in a car. You're in. A, I don't care. Yeah. I do enjoy being the chasing in, in Jurassic when that tr- Tyrannosaurus was chasing. I don't know. I just uh, I'm just old. I just I just don't like the chasing. Oh, Sean. <laughs> I, I you know I you know I, what I, I the only it. one I like it in. What's this that? tells you how old I am. Is in the silent movie with Buster Keaton. Um, I I just lost the name, but it's when he's on the train. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, yes. Yes, it's yes. a it's a classic. It's a wonderful movie yeah. when he when he's on the he's the conductor of a train. Right. Right. I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that chase scene. What about the chase? Because it was inventive and comic. Well, right. Yeah. But most chase scenes are not inventive, and they're certainly not comic. Usually. Most chase scenes are are gratuitous. Yeah. Fire bombs. I agree. Fire bombs rolls. I agree. Gunfire. 
I agree. Uh, yeah. And that's perhaps why Aurora likes life before the arts. Before the arts. And I need to try and remember the great, the conductor, the conductor, was that the, the general. It was called the general because that was the name of the train. Okay. And uh, I need to have, make sure Aurora gets to see that movie sometime. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Point it out. <laughs> well, shall we go on to Aurora's sister, Ava's point? Yes, poem? yes. Let's look at Ava's point. Aurora and Ava. Ten Things I Love by Ava Parks. I love my dogs, my family and friends, despite sometimes they behave like hogs. <laughs> Mangoes when they're ripe. Yeah. The color of coral in the Oklahoma sunrise. Flowers in the spring. My fishing pole when it rings. Strawberry limeade from pigging out. <laughs> the ocean without a doubt. Art both joyful and solemn. How the leaves fall in autumn. Excellent reading, Bill. Well, thank you. This was somewhat different. Yes. There was a couplet or two, but then there were uh, spaces where it wasn't. It was more of an image and not so much of a cement, uh, a couplet or a mm-hmm. uh, mechanical rhyme. Yeah. Even though it does rhyme. There, it does rhyme. There's does. a little bit more of an off rhyme to an it. An off rhyme. Because I, I love this off rhyme where she rhymes, uh, mangoes when they're ripe, the color of coral in the Oklahoma sunrise. That's okay. nice. I did, Ripe not, and ripe I did not catch that. Yeah. I did not catch that. And that's in the middle of, you know, those images are wonderful. Yes, I too yeah. love mangoes when they're ripe. Yeah. And last night I was floating in the pool and I noticed that the sunrise was def- it sun. Was, it was the sunset actually was a uh, was coral. We know we noticed that too on the back deck and saw yeah. a few uh, skylark, sky uh, swifts and bats. Mm-hmm. I love to watch them fly together. That was fun. Um, I also. Where is Piggin Out? It's in Salina. That's okay. a town about eight thought, miles from where we that, are. That's yeah. getting Split's biggest competition, <laughs> Piggin Out and getting Split. Pirates getting Split. Well, in Salina, there's two uh, competing Dairy Queen type, uh, you know, local, local-owned local Dairy Queen type places. Piggin Out's one of them. Uh-huh. The other one's Dairy Deal. We got ice cream wars going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hamburger wars, <laughs> French fry wars, dip cone wars Ooh. is what's going on over I'd there. Like, I'd like to be a judge in that. <laughs> Dairy Deal's a lot older than a Piggin' Out. Piggin' Out hasn't been around as long. Dairy Deal was, has been there since I was a, Dairy deal. a kid, you know, yeah. and I was born in 1962. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where you went after you'd Dairy been at the deal. creek all day Dairy and you deal. got you a dip cone. Interesting. If you were in Salina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Pig and Out has really good good food. I like too. that. Pig and Out. Pig and Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strawberry limeade. Getting split. Wag a bag. <laughs> <laughs> These names. And I also really, really enjoy um, Solemn and Autumn. Oh, the ending lines of this poem mm-hmm. are wonderful. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So I, I did the same thing that I did with uh, the other poem. I wrote the. How nice the rhymes uh-huh. circled. Uh-huh. Dogs, hogs, ripe, sunrise, spring, rings, pigging out, doubt, <laughs> solemn, autumn. Autumn, yeah. Just, and I wonder if these words came very quickly or maybe they were required some thought. I don't, I don't know. know. Both of these girls, they've entered uh, several and won. Uh, usually when they enter, they win the contests that we have here at the museum. They're they're both very sharp. They're um, very creative. And they have some wonderful parents who have encouraged that too. So that's obvious. Yeah. That they have they have large vocabularies and just imagine they're just very imaginative. And it's so, so important. Well, I wrote something um, 
and it, this is a rhetorical question, but I was wondering with young people, it seems like creativity um, is, is sometimes harder to find these days. And I was wondering, I have nieces and nephews who love their phones and love their games and this and that, yeah. but I wonder whether electronic addiction, and I put that in quotation marks, whether that dulls or limits human observation and interpretation and creativity. Because it takes, you know, these girls. You know the answer to that I do know question. that. It, and it does. <laughs> it does, people. Take away the electronics and, and go go look at the sunrise. Take take the kids for a walk. Pick some blackberries. Help the ter- help the turtle across the road. These are things that kids will remember. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's important. And it, 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 it seems like poetry is more, among, among younger people, younger poets and authors is to me it seems more rare than it used to be and i don't know whether it's because kids don't like criticism they don't want they don't want to put their feelings out there um but i wish they would do it more often yeah i mean and then i hope and and i know this happens with a lot of young families today still but but i hope that that more people continually continue to read nursery rhymes you know and do the little songs and you know, all the riddles and all of those things that, that used to be a, a part of childhood. Right. You know, yes. That mm-hmm. helped you gain a love of words and yeah. rhythm and, and rhyme and wordplay and metaphor and just imagery. I mean, we, we did a lot of jump rope when I was young mm-hmm. and uh, on the school playground, too, at recess. And so you had the little jump mm-hmm. rope rhymes, you know, right. Cinderella dressed in yellow. And also, <laughs> did you realize at the time you were combining physical activity with cognitive activity? Oh, which, yes. Which, yes. Which, which, I walked out onto the recess playground saying, I shall in, now we're encoding, combine we're my in, cognitive abilities. With my physical, which helps to uh, encode more deeply into my brain. But it's interesting how and that Mrs. happens. And Mrs. Grubb would say, Sean, what are you talking about? <laughs> I remember Childcraft Encyclopedias vividly. And I remember the illustrations. Yeah. Loved them. Yeah. Loved them. Yeah. I drew in them. Anyway, I'm not sure. Do kids still jump rope? I mean, that was a main source of, of I know jacks are probably no longer. <laughs> no one knows what a jack is. Jack, the Jackson balls Jack, and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, there's competitive jump roping. You know, I bet Aurora and Ava know. Oh, they know. They, could, they, they, they would know. They can give us an answer. To I that. bet they do some jump rope rhymes. Yeah, because this is very obviously a family that that prizes um, the arts. And yeah. we don't have a poem from Angel, who is the mother, but she has written poems. She has entered uh, some of the art competitions we did. We did one back when we had the theme of the centennial of the 19th Amendment and women's right to vote. We had a contest for making a suffragist doll, Mm -hmm. and she made a wonderful paper doll that that won an award in that. And we also did a rummage store because the museum survives because of the rummage store we have here in town. We had a rummage store art challenge um, for the exhibit we still have up that's about wildflowers and Angel made... Uh, a wonderful little representation of a wildflower with items that she got from the rummage store. That oh, was the challenge. Nice. So, yeah. Very creative. And we Very are actually creative. drinking a wine today in Are we? Honor is that what Angel. that is? I thought, I thought that was grape juice. 
<laughs> because, and I picked this one out because it's called Angel's Reserve. In honor of Angel. Yeah, and it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. And, and it's very good. It, it is. It's helping my cardiovascular system. Yeah, yeah. Along so, so cheers, Angel. Cheers, Angel. Thank you yeah. for being a mother who nurtures creativity and art and imagination and poetry yeah, in so your important. children. Yeah. So important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, uh, uh, Angel's husband, uh, Levi, uh, Levi uh-huh. uh, did write some uh, a poem which we yes. have here. Yes. Which uh, he, Levi Levi likes being in the museum. Uh, he, he he Angel told me that that he loves being here and and just sitting around amidst the poetry really? and just taking it easy. Oh, how nice! Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to have you know to the podcast and you know we'll we'll grill you on, on what you like about this you know but um he decided to write uh, a poem not about the number 10 but about the material of tin t-i-n uh-huh. as in corrugated and and building material and in past episodes we've talked about some of the tin t-i-n poems we have but we, we have. haven't talked about his we have indeed and this is a, a a beautiful poem and it's about it's titled tin roof rusting The once proud barn, leaning precariously, streaks of rust running down its once shiny roof, holding forgotten memories of births and deaths, blood and sweat, laughter and tears, threatening to lose them all as the summer winds endlessly pummel its walls. And I just, Levi, bravo, Levi, bravo. Yeah, bravo, bravo. Very nice. Yeah, we're going to clap. We're going to applaud that. You know, imagery is exquisite. If I had my other soundboard still plugged in, we'd do the clap. We do, we do, we have the clapping. We had some major technological malfunctions with the other soundboard, so I had to give it it up. It took us several weeks to figure out, but we do have that podcast seminar coming up in August to try to work some of these out. But I just, I just, I love this poem. Yeah. It, it, uh, again, I, something about barns. What is that about barns that just are? Barns so are en- very poetic. They're enigmatic. How do you like that there's word? There's something. Yeah, I love that word because they're, there's something mysterious, mysterious. and unknown and mm-hmm. secretive about barns. Yeah. Old ones. Old ones. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Where the tin roof is resting. Or yes. They're just, there may be holes in the walls, and so the sound of the wind going through them is really um, haunting. Mm-hmm. Spare bells of hay up in the loft where yeah. they may have forgotten to take them out. And now they house mice and owls and mm-hmm. uh, who knows what. Or as he says at the end, you know, the wind is endlessly pummeling its mm-hmm. walls. I can just feel and see the walls shaking and the sound of the tin rattling. An incessant battle between building and... and incessant. Uh, the Very good. Incessant battle between the building and the... Uh, uh, Elements of nature, yeah, you know, and we know who's going to win that if you don't reinforce the oh, barn. Yeah. But it's still, it's still an, a classic. Battle. Nature will always nature win. will always win. Nature always wins. Yeah, we yeah. we are nothing. Don't mess with Mother Nature. We are tiny little specks. Tiny specks of flesh and bone well, and Sean, decaying God, material oh my, oh my in the universe. And well, I better, just... <laughs> I better drink more of this uh, uh, cardiovascular. <laughs> you know, enhancing material. Uh, uh, Nature will pummel us pummel. into submission. Pummel. Sort because of, so this is nature's world. It is nature's world. Yeah. yeah. Nature uh, was here before we were. It, that wildflower in the crack of a sidewalk <laughs> will break that cra- will break that sidewalk. You know, eventually. Isn't you know. that amazing? Mm-hmm. You know how, what the roots of certain plants yes. can do yes. to these little things yes. that humans think that they have made so hard and fast. Yeah. Won't happen. <laughs> it won't happen. And <laughs> pummel 
Pum- Levi, that is just an awesome word. That's an awesome verb. It is. Pummel. Pummel is, pummel is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, even seeing the streaks of rust, you know, uh, from the elements down the yeah. side of the tin, I, I, I see it. Yeah. I can see it. That's partly it. because his verbs are wonderful. I mean, these are active verbs. He doesn't have a to be verb in here at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the lean, the running, holding, uh, threatening, lose, pummel. Right. Yeah, I, th- those are the very where, things that I, that I wrote uh, down. Yeah, that makes you feel the scene. Births and deaths, blood mm-hmm. and sweat. Mm-hmm. You know, true. Laughter and tears. Laughter and tears, threatening to lose. Yeah, yep. contrasts are always a neat thing in poetry to get you thinking about um, the idea, well, the theme, you know, that's right. being expressed. Usually if you if somebody's asking you, what is the theme of this poem, you know, and they hand it over, if you can find a contrast or a conflict mm-hmm. in that poem, the theme, that's where the theme is. Okay. So there's nice. there's a little tidbit of advice tidbit. for analysis. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Because yep. you know I'm not I'm not crazy into analysis anymore. I'm 60 years old. I don't have to analyze you've, poems you've a, anymore. You've analyzed enough. <laughs> you've passed the, the analysis exams. Well, you got to be careful with analysis because you know you don't want to beat a poem over its head. Yeah. With with the stick of analysis. I call that I call that uh, the dash theory. Remember the dash. Never yes. go wrong with the dash. You will not go wrong with the dash. Right. Our favorite punctuation mark. Right. I could right. probably do a whole exhibit here in the museum on the dash. That would be, uh, that well, would... Write that down, Bill. Write okay. that down. Right. <laughs> I feel like a secretary. Let me write one. Record the minutes of this there meeting. Record dash. the minutes of this podcast dash. for me. Yeah. Dash is a a good whole name for... exhibit on the dash. That's a good, that's a good name. These are... Um, as I said, these are these are poems from a family that is uh, they're exquisite writers, and um, I'm really appreciative of them, and thankful for them. Thank you, Poetry Parks. Yes, all four of you. Talented family. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Um, I got some family jokes, Bill. You got some family jokes. <laughs> He's looking. Y'all can see to, this, I but he's to, looking at I me. Just look, I call this my. Um, the train is coming, and it's not. It's heading right your direction. Okay, here's one just for you, Bill. Okay. All right, Bill, because you're a twin. I'm a twin. Did you ever feel that your that your parents favored your twin over you? Of course. I, I mean, did they ever ask you to pick up her cake for a surprise birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But I did. I, I I have asked her. I said, "Why don't you ever wish me happy birthday?" And she says, "Because I just always think it's mine." It's like, yeah, yeah, true story, true story. Yeah. Here's oh some, yeah. Here's some more family jokes. This okay. is not a joke, oh. actually. Uh, when when I was young, I didn't get married till I was 26. So as soon as I hit 20, I had you know all my. Aunts and grandmas and all those people saying, "When are you going to get married?" You know, or we'd be at a wedding and they'd Life be is not complete without. Yeah, I know, and they'd be teasing me, saying, "Well, Sean, do you think you're going to be next?" And you know what? I stopped that pretty abruptly. How did you do that? Because I started saying the same thing to them at funerals. <laughs> <laughs> good for the goose. Good for the gander. Good for the cradle. Good yep, for the grave. Yep. Are you going to be next? Yep. Good for the veil. Good for the coffin. <laughs> Oh goodness, yeah, family. Family is interesting. And I bet, I bet Angel is a really good mom. Yeah. Um, to uh, Ava and Aurora, and I bet that she even lets lets them um, 
you know, when she's making a cake, lick the beaters after she's finished mixing it. I have no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, great moms don't turn them off first. <laughs> <laughs> or as, an, as my older sister realized, unplug them first <laughs> before you, t- you know, the electricity and saliva don't mix well. It'll loosen your teeth. You know. What are you looking up there on the phone? Well, you're, speak, you're getting ready to say something yeah, in the middle were, of my you, bad jokes. You were speaking of, of, of fat family and, you know, this fat uh, family, family, f- fabulous family, <laughs> which you, your mother, I include your mother in that. And she, we were not ta- in a fat family, just no, a fab fabulous, family. fab, F-A-B, okay. fab. And, um, she, she brought, got me two gifts here. Oh yeah. And I was wanting to talk about these gifts there. She knows that we have a friendship. You and I have a friendship with Yuri in, in uh, U- Ukraine. We did an episode, uh, many episodes back, about uh, a poem from Ukraine, and we right. had made contact with a young man living there in the midst of the horrible invasion that's going yeah. on, and he's kept in touch with Bill. So what's the update? Well, um, he, the other morning, he I got this instant message out of the blue, and, I, and it was a, a message from Yuri wanting my address. I said, well, of course, you know, I, I sent him. And then he said, "How he, this always amazes me. He says, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. And it's like. <laughs> how am I doing? How am I doing? And, I, you know, I just want to say how how kind. Yeah. And compassionate of you who are living over in the Ukraine to ask me and be and be uh, uh, concerned about how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And I made small talk and I said, well, I'm, you know, we're you know, dealing with a little bit of a heat wave and doing doing <laughs> yeah. well. But I, you know, I said, more importantly, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. How is your family and your friends and uh, uh, everyone, you know, how, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he responded. I'll read a little bit. He said, my family are doing well. Thanks. We are volunteering a lot to help the Army. I forgot to send you congratulations on the 4th of July. I'm sorry. God bless America. I have some letters to send to Romp, but it seems didn't reach you. So I'm not sure if it was to Romp or to me. So I want to send new card to you these days. Okay. And I I, I responded and I said, "I'm, I'm happy to deliver letters to Sean and Romp for you. I'd love to share them on our podcast. I look forward to your letters. Thank you for your good wishes for our country, and we will always wish glory to Ukraine. And then he said, thank you. Um, That's cool. Our our post office box is P.O. Box 1243. P.O. Box 1243, Locust Locust Grove, Grove, Oklahoma. Okay, 74352. Okay. So, and I was thinking, well, over there, the postal or the delivery system may be chaotic as everything else is. That's so true. you know we'll we I will we'll send information as we can, mm-hmm. but Betty gave me uh, a, a sunflower growing kit for sunflowers mm-hmm. and a sh- uh, wonderful blue U- Ukraine blue shirt with a uh, gold sunflower on it, and I'm gonna put this on a model it and we'll send it to you and we can put it on our, our right. website. Yeah. It's yeah. She came, beautiful... mom came in yesterday and she brought me a t-shirt too. She also bought me a necklace with the sunflower on it. And they came from a website where part of the proceeds to uh, go directly to Ukraine. I love it. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. It is just a beautiful shade of blue with the gold sunflower on it. So thank you, Betty, so much. Yeah. So considerate. You I've know, got a it, wonderful the, family. You do have wonderful um <laughs> I kind of adopted Betty. Betty, I don't know whether you know it, but you're sort of an adopted mother uh, to me. 
No. <laughs> you know the word family. I consulted my lover, the online etymology dictionary, yes. Bill. How, how is he, by the way? You know, he just crops up occasionally and you know, gives it, you information. That's exactly the thing. He crops up occasionally okay. on his own time. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the the earliest uses of the word family, it did not mean actually just, you know, the kinfolk. Uh, it meant everyone who was living together okay. in a household. So it included you know, servants or slaves, as this case sometimes might be, any domestics, just all members of the household or an, an estate. So it uh, the word rarely appeared just to mean parents and their children until pretty much the 1660s, I think it is. And the word the word <laughs> family comes from a root that also is uh, shares the root with the word hide. H-I-D-E. But hide originally comes from the old English ham, H-A-M, village or home. You know, like a hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah. So this is all kind of tied together, the household. Right. The whole attendance upon the personal establishment. And we're talking medieval European times, the establishment of the Lord. You know, the medieval Lord. Upstairs, downstairs. Right. And then there's also a meaning for hide that's just, uh, it's obsolete, but it meant a measure of land, Mm -hmm. a piece of land. And so it, it just meant... That there was an amount of land that you could have that would feed an entire family mm-hmm. for a year, and that amount—that's um, that was—that's where the word the, that hide came from, and it meant um, family yeah. too. Is yeah. how much land you had to feed your entire family was a hide. A hide. Yeah. A, a lot of a lot of uses for the word hide. An interesting thing that my family did, and I laugh about this because it just seems, as a child, I was horrified a little bit. But my mother's family, Southern family from the hills of Arkansas, you know, she would talk about how she uh, took a spill and, you know, tore her arm. And, and I remember her telling her sisters, took the hide right off. You know, to talk about talk about her skin, but referred to it as hide. Tore, hide. That, tore that hide right off that knee. And I would think. We have hide. I have hide. <laughs> you know, I think I thought of hide as being leather seats. Oh, that, wow. no. You know, back it, in the day. It just tickles me. Back you in know, the day. The, you might, the, these sayings. They would tan your hide. Tan your hide. Tan, tan your, your hide, hide if you screwed up. You don't want your, tot, you don't want your hide tanned. <laughs> Yeah. And and I I did have a you know a few occasions to misbehave in my youth. Where, <laughs> you did where the hide get tanned a little yeah. bit. But most of my my memories, my family memories, going back to that theme, um, and our idea of of, of families that uh, encourage each other in their creativity and writing in particular. Mm-hmm. I mean that was my experience. I remember we you know we lived in this little town here in Locust Grove, little town, eleven hundred people or so. Uh, back in the day, there was not a library here, and mom would take, she had four kids in six years, so she would take all four of us over to the Prior Library, which is a town nearby here, and it was the only library in the county at the time, and she knew the librarian, and and she would let us check out way more books than we were <laughs> supposed to check out at time. Loaded, arms were loaded. I remember going home with, I mean, it was like two foot tall stacks of books, and uh what a gift. Yeah, rhymes and poetry and picture books and What a all gift that. to have a mother who realizes the importance of that. Yeah. And a librarian who allowed you to stretch the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and we never got them back on time. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I, thought, I thought you were going to say we never gave them back. No. <laughs> we stole every book we ever checked out. I'm, you know, I actually, I'm sure probably a few of them did get lost. But I remember we never got them yeah. back. On never got a fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> never had to do jail time for that book. No. You, you, you I was trying to think of that woman's. Cornelia, I think, was her name. She was she was a very typical uh, librarian. Cornelia sounds like a librarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and she she was tall and thin, and she wore she had brown hair, and she wore it in a bun. She she was awesome. That very librarian esque. Uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's that's the image I always have. In a my high neck blouse with a little a little you know some, yes, a little a, a blouse and a skirt, maybe a brooch at the neck. Yeah, flat uh, shoes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I got it. Image in. <laughs> right. Uh. Uh, you know, um, so my mom was a, a wonderful person. I also, my grandmother was pretty, t- she was a pretty tough woman. Now you I'm going to correct you. Me. Your mom is a wonderful person. She is. And what did I say? Was. <laughs> you said was. She <laughs> is. Mom. She is a wonderful Sorry, person. Mom. Well, I was yes. talking about in the day, you right. know, back in the day when she yeah, was course. taking us to the library. I got you. I got you. And my grandma was too. You know, she buried three husbands. Ooh. Yeah. You uh, almost with her. But only two of them were dead. <laughs> <laughs> the kindnesses she showed. <laughs> oh, my. Strong women in your family. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're over our time, Bill. Oh, okay. Speaking speak of time, we're over our time. <laughs> we did the update on the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you did not listen to the episode, if you've been skipping around, please go back and listen to it. It was called Ukraine Testament. And uh, I did want to just a very quick update on Peggy. Oh, Peggy, the, pig. the personification Peggy, pig. pig. Mm-hmm. Yes, our our pig that's been missing from the museum since 2014. Uh, Please to keep getting the word out. We're still looking for her. She needs to come home to roost. Yes, <laughs> even though it's hard to roost with the hooves <laughs> on the branch. <laughs> Peggy could do it. Peggy, <laughs> she could do it. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy was if special. Peggy had all kinds of wonderful, wonderful experiences. Yeah, but uh, we we would like to have her back, and so we talked about her a few episodes back. You can go back and look at that, and even we even have a little video of all the places that she traveled to before she disappeared. It's almost like you need a tissue when you watch that. It's like it's so sad. Our little Peggy. It's Peggy. I picture her with a little bandana across her mouth and <laughs> in a little cell somewhere, being you know. Thank you very Help much, Angel and Levi, Aurora and Ava Parks, for yeah. letting us uh, read. Well, they don't know. They didn't know we were going to read they'll these. Know na- you, <laughs> they'll, they'll know now. They'll know now. They'll know now. Look, Thank look, you. Look forward to revisiting you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're a special family, and uh, we love you and appreciate you. And we appreciate all you all listeners we out certainly there. Do. Thank certainly you very do. much. We'll Thanks. see you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>